Hello, and thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. The title of today's post is Rebuilding the Walls. The book of Nehemiah is a great account of restoration. Against all odds, Nehemiah, along with a remnant of Israelites, was used by God as part of the rebuilding of Jerusalem. He led the efforts to rebuild the city walls. His name, fittingly, means Yahweh comforts. The Babylonian captivity of Israel, prophesied by Jeremiah, had ended. Prior to Nehemiah's role, Zerubbabel and Ezra had led remnants back to Jerusalem to rebuild and reestablish the temple. God had used a pagan king, Cyrus, king of Persia, the nation now ruling the area, to allow this and even help them. Ezra 2 says, This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to rebuild for him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever there is among you of all his people, may his God be with him. Go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of the Lord, the God of Israel. He is the God who's in Jerusalem. And every survivor, at whatever place he may live, the people of that place are to support him with silver and gold, equipment and cattle, together with a voluntary offering for the house of God, which is in Jerusalem. In Nehemiah's time, however, the people living in Jerusalem were still in distress, the walls of the city still in ruins. Nehemiah 1.3, they said to me, it's Nehemiah talking, the remnant there in the province who survived the captivity are in great distress and disgrace. And the wall of Jerusalem is broken down. Its gates have been burned with fire. There could be no complete restoration without the walls of the city rebuilt and the gates put in place. When Nehemiah heard the report of the city's condition, he wept and mourned, fasted and prayed for days. This time of mourning, fasting, and praying lasted for four months. His grief became so great that he appeared before the king he was the king's cupbearer with a sad countenance, which was punishable by death. You couldn't be in the king's presence with a sad face. In other words, Nehemiah's heart for the kingdom of God outweighed concern regarding his own life. However, because of God's hand upon him, he was given grace and favor by the king. King Artaxerxes not only allowed him to go to Jerusalem and lead the effort of rebuilding the walls, but also helped by providing materials. Nehemiah traveled to Jerusalem, surveyed the situation, then asked the Jews that had previously returned to the city under Zerubbabel and Ezra to help him rebuild the walls. 
Their response was encouraging. And this is a quote from Nehemiah, the second chapter and the fourth chapter. Then I said to them, you see the bad situation we are in, that Jerusalem is desolate. Its gates have been burned by fire. Come, let's rebuild the wall of Jerusalem so that we will no longer be a disgrace. And I told them how the hand of my God had been favorable to me, and also about the king's words, which he had spoken to me. Then they said, let's rise and build. So they put their hands to the good work. So we built the wall. And the entire wall was joined together to half its height. They weren't finished quite yet when he said this. For the people had a mind to work. Through much opposition from other nationalities in the region, lies about them to influence the king, mocking to dishearten the builders, threats to intimidate them. In spite of it all, they finished the job. Nehemiah is a great read. Take a look. Why this history lesson? My friend, Pat McManus, pastor and prayer leader from Illinois, sent me a text today. Here is a summary in my words. As I've been pondering what is going on around us, I wonder if in the process of rebuilding the walls of our land, we've come to the place pictured by Nehemiah. Nehemiah understood the time he was in, a time of rebuilding the walls and resetting Israel. He says, I believe we are entering the same type of season, a time when God is igniting the hearts of many to stand, rebuild the walls and see the nation restored to his original intent. He continued, as Tim has said, Tim Sheets, my brother, I believe we've come to the time of a reset in the land. We are being positioned for this reset, which will advance God's kingdom on earth. The need to prepare for change is at hand. The time of establishing the truth of the word in the hearts of his people is now. Prepare your heart for what the Lord is about to do. Well, I believe Pat is right. I believe God has done much spiritually to prepare America for a great reset. I know globalists and others talk about a reset of their own. Don't be distracted by that. God has his own plans for a restoration reset in our land. He has placed in the heart of a growing remnant an understanding of the times. Intercessors, builders are at work. As we surround our nation with prayer, securing the walls and gates, he is helping us, even though the opposition is great. Stay the course. Here is another great report on painting our borders, rebuilding the walls, if you will, sent to me by my friend David Ruhlman. 
Although it's already taken place, this has already taken place. Do not show up or try to participate at the times he says it's already taken place. Although it's already taken place, it is worth mentioning because it's encouraging. He says, I posted this on Facebook and on Give Him 14 Florida. That's on the, uh, what we have created on the website. He says, a call to the wall, a call of intercession has gone out from our friend Dutch Sheets. This Saturday past, prayer warriors and intercessors in 67 counties in Florida will be joining intercessors in all 50 states as we command the forward. We will be declaring the 1607 covenant Robert Hunt made with God for America and also issuing other declarations as Holy Spirit leads. This will be in different locations all over Florida. And then he gives information for more information on Prayer Lake, Florida. He gives the website here, the address. It says, with glistening hope, David, it is happening. All the states, it's happening. It's working, friends. Keep painting. Let's pray. Father, just as you did with the sons of Issachar, you have raised up a people in our day who can discern the times. The movement of intercession over the last 30 years has been incredible. You've been using those prayers to prepare hearts around the world for your next great wave of harvest. We know this will not be stopped. As thousands of believers pray around our nation, you are using those prayers to prepare the way for your reset of America. We are encouraged that so much of what is occurring is a grassroots movement, not organized by one ministry or voice. Encourage those are faithfully praying. Give them strength, wisdom, insight, and protection. As the anointing of Holy Spirit is released across the nation, we decree that now, now that it is not only securing our land, but is breaking yokes of bondage, opening blind eyes, bringing people to Jesus. We command now your kingdom authority and victory to come into our land. We command your will to be done on earth as in heaven. We declare that Satan has been defeated and we release the fruit of Christ's victory into the streets, schools, homes, businesses, churches, and government of America. Deception will be broken. Eyes will continue to be opened. America will awaken. And salvation will come to millions. We also ask for this to occur in other nations. Worldwide revival. That is our prayer in Christ's name. And our decree today. 
We decree that America's walls and gates are being rebuilt, her calling restored, and her foundations reset. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Appreciate it. We're making a difference. And I'll see you tomorrow.